Hi, I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marco Sparks. And welcome to another episode of Greedo Shop First, the Star Wars podcast for people who don't like Star Wars fans. That has a nice ring to it. It makes me laugh, even to this day. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we going to talk about? We're getting closer, but we're not quite to Force Friday yet. Do you want to talk about your uh, theory about Obi-Wan? I mean, I don't know if it's a theory. I was just, I just threw this out in conversation earlier. Um, I was thinking about Dumbledore in the Harry Potter universe and how J.K. Rowling, I think it was after she'd written all the books, she was like, by the way, he was gay. Um, and it was like, knowing that when you read the books, it's kind of like, I don't think she'd like retcon that. It's like, yeah, you can kind of see where that was like pretty obviously implied. I was kind of wondering if Obi-Wan might have been gay. It's possible. Um, I don't know. It, that would make an Obi-Wan movie even more interesting if they really wanted to delve into that. But I, I doubt in Star Wars, Lucasfilm will do that. But that would be kind of neat. It would be. It'd be interesting, especially if he had like a... Because like Dumbledore had like a lost love, right? Uh, it was like Grindelwald, basically. I mean, it's basically implied that like they were in love. Or at least Dumbledore was in love with him. So, yeah, imagine if, if Obi-Wan, like, lost the love of his life from the, from the purge. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, I don't know. I guess he could have had a thing with another Jedi or... I don't know. See, that's, that's another complaint I have about the the Jedi Order. They're just so stuffy, you know? Yeah, you can't... Like, the, you can't. no romance thing. It's just... Bonk. Well, wasn't it like you can't love anyone? I mean, as long as Obi-Wan doesn't love any of them. Yeah. He's like, love? No. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so what to talk about with Star Wars this week? Um, I have a rant about the canon. But before we get to that, let's see. We have lots of merchandising happening. Lots of leaks for Force Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, just endless amounts of action figures and Legos and coloring books and stuff. It's amazing to me how good they've been about not really giving you anything you didn't already know. Mm-hmm. I mean, like occasionally it's like, oh, it's Constable Zuvio or like some droid we hadn't seen yet, but it's like it's nothing substantial where you can go like, oh, now I know what the movie's about. Right. And we know that Poe has the black X-wing. We've yet to see that in any of the trailers or anything. It's it's like seemingly the only thing you can really gauge is the the at least some part of the beginning of the movie probably takes place on like Jakku, mm-hmm. like a crash Tie Fighter, and like Finn and 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 Ray like like hook up you know together or they join forces in some way. They have a lightsaber. They get to the Falcon. I mean, you don't know a whole lot. You don't even. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's been anything. Well, I think we at least showing like them with Oscar Isaac. Has there? I don't think so. I think we can kind of infer from the toys that BB-8 is Poe Dameron's droid, hmm. or at least it, it, that it comes. I think in the the Lego thing, I think BB-8 comes with Poe Dameron's uh, black Tie Fighter or, or black X-wing. So well, BB-8's definitely on Jakku. Because you can yeah. see Ray procuring him from the one dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I I've read some spoilers, so I know more about this that we won't get into. But like, just going from the merchandising, it's still 
there's very little that people didn't already know, even with the spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just seems like there's all this like context and plot that people don't have any idea. Like, what are the Knights of Ren? Nobody had any idea what that even was until like suddenly it's like, by the way, here's this whole other plot point about this order that Kylo Ren's in. I wonder if like like that's not really going to be a large thing. I think it kind of will be. I wonder. I mean, his name is Kylo Ren of the Knights of Ren. I feel like that's going to matter. We'll see. I wonder. I wonder how much that'll be in there. I mean, we know that he works like directly under Snoke. Mm -hmm. Supreme Leader Snoke. What's unclear is whether or not Kylo Ren is a leader of the First Order or if he's like... Is he like a liaison or something? Like, is, does Snoke lead the First Order or does Snoke lead the Knights of Ren or is there no difference between the two? So what was the thing from the one J.J. Abrams interview? It's like, what is it that somebody could look at the Empire and see, like, as unfinished business? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he, he did an interview with Empire. They had, like, a big cover story on The Force Awakens and he compared... The first order to being like if all you know all the Nazis who went to Argentina like if they regrouped and restarted their their Reich basically mm-hmm. like that's kind of what the first order is, which sounds about right. I mean, there were I, there were always allusions to you know both Nazi Germany and like the Roman Empire. Well, in, stormtrooper. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah stormtrooper. Yeah. Um. I wonder if Kylo Ren will basically have the same kind of role that like Darth Vader had, though. Because, I mean, obviously he's leading troops. Well, because he's leading troops, but then there's also Captain Phasma, who's like the leader of the ground troops, seemingly. Right. And there's uh, uh, and there's General Hux. Yeah, General Hux. I believe Hux runs the base. Okay. So, I, there's a. I, oh, I believe we also got the name of the Star Destroyer, the first order Star Destroyer. It's the Finalizer, which sounds a little bit George W. Bush. Yeah. Um, but like, is there does Captain Phasma? Is that her ship? Is she the captain of that ship, or is that is there some other like naval officer we haven't been introduced to yet? Hmm. Or is that just like Kylo Ren's ship? The finalizer. Had you not heard that yet? No, I hadn't heard that. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> it's like some uh, some like guide to vehicles and ships or something like that leaked. Okay, you know? right I know that 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 aftermath book has leaked. Some people have it now and they've read it. Mm. Um, man, we're we're what three and a half months away. We're getting close. Not not to knowing a whole lot. But we are getting close to the physical release of the movie. Well, when do you think we'll get a trailer? What's your prediction? What's the next big movie? Um, I would say by the end of September, you'd probably get a trailer. So that would be three months to go about, right? I would think that there's going to be... October, October, November, November, December. I mean, there's going to yeah. be at least one more trailer. Maybe even two. Two in addition to one coming up, or two total? Two total. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, there's going to be at least one more. There could very well be two. Then you're going to start to see it, like, splinter into the, the, TV the commercials. Spots. Yeah. Well, I I wonder if it'll... Like, I think we're used to looking at the box office release schedule. 
and trying to be like, well, what movie will they put this on? But it, I don't think they, Hollywood does that anymore. They don't like it's all about putting it online now. Well, a little you bit know what I mean? Like, I think it's a little bit of both. Well, like, so they released the well, the, idea, the first the idea teaser they re- released in select theaters. It was not tied to any one specific movie, and the same thing for the second one too. It wasn't ever tied to a specific movie. Okay. So I don't know why this one would be either. Like, it, it's all about like how many like you know YouTube views you get in the first you know, twenty four hours. It's all about setting those records. Right. Like, right. I mean, I'm sure they would. I'm sure there's a part, especially JJ, I could see who would like really like it to be that kind of phenomenon that the episode one trailer was, or people are like going to see, paying to see like Wing Commander mm-hmm. just so they can watch the trailer. But <laughs> I think they know that people are just going to bootleg that shit and put it online immediately. So that it's like that era of trailer watching is over. And now it's like you better put it online or else somebody else is going to put a crappy version online. Which is funny because I absolutely thought of the episode one trailer one like a few weeks ago when Netflix told me that like, oh, now we have Wing Commander. <laughs> that was a bad movie, by the way. Really bad movie. I don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I didn't. I, I saw I think it was like Monsters, Inc. Maybe for like the Attack of the Clones trailer. Yep. Yep. I totally want yeah. to see it. Opening Friday. Yeah, speaking of trailers, we got a little... A little mini trailer in the form of an Instagram video out of nowhere. Totally unexpected. Uh, there's actually there's a shot in it we had seen before we hadn't talked about on the podcast. So it'd be good to discuss that now. What'd you think of that? You mean Finn of a lightsaber? Well, the whole thing. Yeah, it's it's awesome. I mean, the lightsaber to me was definitely the most unexpected just because it ma- makes sense, but... Uh, it's a it's a great shot too. Presumably he's there on that uh that snowy planet that Kylo Ren is stomping his way into. Well, I do wonder about the editing there if that's actually how that's going down. Right, right. Like is does that shot actually follow the shot before it or they just put that together? I mean, it looks you know, in the background of Finn there, it looks like it could very well be the same forest well, at night. It, it definitely seems like the same location. I'm just wondering, is that actually how it's gonna play out where Kylo Ren ignites his saber and then cut to Finn igniting his, or do they just kind of put those together for brevity? Mm. It's a good feel, though. Yeah. The amount of hand wringing I've seen online from people who cannot seem to mentally process the idea of Finn holding a lightsaber. Incredible. Even though, like in the, the Drew Struzan poster, he's holding a lightsaber. There were all these people who were like, well, he's just holding it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it's like, I, I I mean, I think we all know why it is that they're having such a hard time contemplating this. It's like these, these are Mace the Windu already who, existed, you know. These are the same Come people, on, people who were like, the thing about Barack Obama is that he doesn't look presidential. That's exactly it. They're totally just like, he doesn't look like a Jedi. Like, why is he dressed like that? He, does, he just doesn't feel like a Jedi to me. He seems out of breath. Why is he why is he out of breath all the time? It's like he's just like it seems like maybe he's a coward. And it's like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't look like a Jedi, sure. Oh jeez. Which to me is bizarre. Like his character seems like the obvious entry point for the audience. To me at least. To me it's like he's like he's you. He's the dude who's like in over his head. 
and is like in this crazy adventure. That that's the vibe I get watching the trailers. That Ray is kind of like this mysterious, like solitary scavenger type mm-hmm. who obviously has some skills with her like uh, little like staff thing. But Finn is like he's your dude. He's your your entry into the story. He's he's who you would be in this story. You'd be out of breath and like panicking and scared and like just trying to like be a big damn hero. Mm-hmm. But. For some Star Wars fans, they apparently never saw episodes one through three where Mace Windu was a Jedi. Hmm. Amongst other other like Jedi in the background you could see. Yeah, yeah, but I mean it's just I don't know, it's it's kind of bizarre, really. Um It's funny is that these people who will accept like a a blue skinned mm-hmm. female Jedi in skimpy outfits of like tentacle things like flowing out of her so head. She looked like a Jedi. Yeah, but but the idea that a, that a person who's not white could be a Jedi is just offensive to them. Like, I mean, like there's even there was like a like an Asian Padawan I want to say mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. Well, and there's also the, like people are really upset about this idea that he might have a lightsaber duel with Kylo Ren when he's not like trained as a Jedi. When really, like Luke, we saw Luke have a little bit of training with Yoda, mm-hmm. not in lightsaber fighting, and somehow he took on Vader. Yeah. So I, I really don't see why people are like tearing themselves apart. Like, you know, they're so concerned. Like, what kind of duel is it going to be? It seems like he would lose. It's like, maybe he does lose. You know, maybe and that's yet, kind of the point is that he's not trained yet. Yeah, seriously. But also, he uh, is at least apparently a military man. Yeah, I'm sure he has at least some some general like hand to hand fighting type of uh, training. He may well, not he, be lightsaber trained, but I mean, come on. You know what? I've been a Star Wars fan all my life. Uh, throw me a toy lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, maybe I'm an expert. Well, that's what I'm saying. Finn, but I Finn get is the us. Gist. Yeah, I get the gist. Yeah. Finn, Finn seems like the kind of dude he's like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to give it a shot. Like, that, I feel like that's his big, brave moment. He, he, he looks like he's definitely a little bit scared to, like, face off against Kylo there in that clip. But, like, he's doing it. He's he's having his hero moment. Mm hmm. And I can't wait to see it because it looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Also, the lighting. I mean, I would really love to see a, a higher quality shot of that just because the I I really want to see what that lighting looks like in, in high quality. Just like it's all dark and, and blue, you know, the mm-hmm. light of the saber. It looks very cool. Well, it's it's anytime you have something, something like some kind of vaguely dark background. Well, I'm just trying to think. Red and blue lightsabers. Ha- we've seen lightsaber fights in dark environments i'm trying to think if we've actually seen a lightsaber fight at night not at night but there is the bit at the end attack of the clones where they cut the lights for a moment there's that yeah i'm trying to think on on mustafar it was i don't know it wasn't night i mean there wasn't like a super bright sun or anything i mean that was all green screen anyway but um it, it didn't that wasn't like like under starlight or anything if i recall well, I mean, for all we know, that's night on Mustafar. There was no yeah, sunshine yeah. necessarily. But it, everything was just like lit by, you know, volcanic stuff. Like it wasn't the same vibe as like a, an actual fight at night would be. I mean, Obi-Wan gets his lightsaber out at night on Kamino. And that definitely looked cool, but it wasn't a lightsaber fight. Right, right. Um, and, and the end of Empire Strikes Back, that's basically a lightsaber fight in a haunted house. As in in darkened areas, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, a lightsaber fight at night in like a snow forest, that just sounds awesome. Mm. I mean, it looks awesome so far from the little we've seen of it. That just sounds like a, like a place I want to go on vacation, let alone, you know, to the theater to watch. Well, like, it's okay if Finn gets his ass handed to him. It's the first movie. He yeah. he doesn't, like, he, this is like when people are, like, started complaining that they thought he was going to be some sort of, like, commando stormtrooper instead of just, like, a regular dude. And it's like, it's okay for him to, like, grow over the course of these movies. He doesn't need to be, like, a super badass right away. Right. Maybe he loses a hand or something. I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, what... What type of lightsaber injury could he take that isn't just like the old losing the hand or losing the arm? Because that's like been a, done a lot. Like a burn, maybe. Eh, like a. Remember, like Obi Wan got kind of like, like singed. Get his leg. ankles cut off. Get his ankles cut off. I don't know. I like what else can he cut off? If like if arms are out of the question, then you know. I think maybe what? lose an ear. Once your ankles have been cut off, you've basically lost a foot. <laughs> I mean, it, it seems like it'd be hard to lose an ear from a lightsaber without losing a lot more. I would say, yeah, you you were maimed by a master. Then you just lost your I, ear. I don't know how it would work, but it would be awesome if somehow he got he lost an eye, wouldn't it? Uh, I feel like you're revealing quite a bit about yourself there. But I mean, just picture Thin in in Episode Eight with an eye patch. That seems that seems awesome to me. Oh, then he really doesn't look like a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe something where like him and Kylo have like they're like lock sabers, and Kylo basically just uses one of his little like uh, quill quillins or whatever those are, just like jab him right in the eye. You know, they're like kind of locked face to face. I I feel like it would be something more along the lines of like you think that Finn's not going to survive this battle. Mm-hmm. And then, like, uh, uh, Poe Dameron runs in to save him, and uh, Kylo Ren just kind of happenstance, like, cuts off his head. Poe Dameron's head? Yeah. Nah, you gotta, you can't kill any of the big three in the first movie. <laughs> that's, what I like. What see, I like here's the thing. Like, is that, That's not Star Wars. Up. Star Wars isn't Game of Thrones, you know? I know, but I like that we're making a lot of assumptions based on very little. Um, Absolutely. That's what we do. I would like to see a shot of the three of them together. I'd like to know... Mm-hmm. You know, but really, I, I want to know what that is. I don't need necessarily to see that, like, in promotional materials. But yeah. I can't wait for the movie. I'd like to see these three interact, see what their dynamic is like. Well, and I, I do wonder, will there be any romance in these movies? I mean, there doesn't necessarily have to be. They could just all be friends or whatever, you know? I mean, people obviously speculate, like, love triangle between, like, uh, you know, Ray and Finn and Poe Dameron, but it doesn't necessarily need to be one. Well, maybe the twist is, uh, you know, is Finn going to end up with Ray? Is Finn going to end up with Poe Dameron? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Star Wars fans already lost their shit over black Jedi in training or whatever. J.J. <laughs> Abrams is just like, I want to tick off all the boxes. Mm-hmm. All of the boxes. Yeah, that, that Instagram thing, that very cool shot of the parade ground. We see all the, the troops out there. With- well, I mean, talk about the... Uh- the Nazi thing, like becoming more apparent now. Well, and also, I, I guess it was interesting because that shot first leaked in a TV spot in South Korea, hmm. and people are saying, you know, that does look an awful lot like some of like the propaganda stuff we've seen from North Korea. Hmm. Uh, there, there is a little bit of that vibe in it, or like Imperial Japan kind of. Like mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can definitely see that sort of vibe as well. Snoke uh, is basically Hirohito. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. 
the second shot is Daisy Ridley, uh, Ray with BB-8 behind her, like looking up at the sky, concerned. I really like that shot. I I can't wait to see like dialogue come out of Daisy Ridley's mouth in this movie. I, like I really hope that's in the trailer. Like, do we finally get to hear these characters talk? Yeah, really. There was that leaked footage that came out. I think it was yesterday. Um, was like somebody on the set in. Where is that? Uh, Abu Dhabi or somewhere, somewhere mm-hmm. near Abu Dhabi. Somebody had like hidden camera, and you can vaguely hear uh, John Boy again, Daisy Ridley. Like she says something like "Let go of me," and he says like "We got to go" or something. You know, just like quick action scene as they run by getting chased by stormtroopers. Mm. Uh, it sounded like she was using her British accent, but he was not. Like he had just like a basic like you know American accent. Okay. But who knows if they're going to redub that or, you know, ADR it. So can't mm-hmm. say for certain. Hmm. Yeah, I really want to see more of Ray. Ray, to me, is, is fascinating to me because we know so little about her. And they've done an amazing job of not telling you anything about her. I I want her to become, I want her to take on, cause to me she already does, but the mystique of like, uh, um, like the fucking Boba Fett types, you know, the, these characters who have, they have a look that people find interesting. They're masked, so therefore people prescribe all these ideas to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea that you have that from a character who looks like a normal person. You know, she's not masked, but she's still mysterious as hell. I feel like I would just push all my money into the middle of the table that, that she's either a solo daughter of Han and Leia or like Luke's long lost daughter. I feel like. It seems like every time people start to wonder who she is too much, JJ and Lucasfilm are like, hey, want to know about Kylo Ren? Or like, hey, let's tell you a little about Poe Dameron. Or like, it's, mm-hmm. they're, they've been very good at keeping people from getting any information on this seemingly very critical character. Like, from the poster, she's right in the middle there. She's ostensibly the lead, or at least mm-hmm. the co lead with John Boyega. And yet I we think- know almost nothing about her. All yeah, we know is she's a desert scavenger. I get the feeling that she is she is the lead. It seems that way. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think she'll be the lead, but not our kind of entry character. I think that's going to be John Boyega as Finn. Because she, she has a mystery surrounding her, so she can't be our entry point. Right, right. I think, I think that shot from the teaser of him popping up is probably mm-hmm. damn near the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I do you think? Solo's she, daughter, Luke's daughter. I think she's going to be a, a solo daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question is whether or not she's like you know a force practitioner. I mean, wouldn't she be? I don't know. I feel like she has to be. She could be, as I say, in she part, is. terms, a squib. She is dressed vaguely Jedi-ish. Vaguely, yeah. Vaguely, yeah. Which, that was the thing that always fascinated me about the look of the prequels, because, like, Obi-Wan dressed... <laughs> For some like, reason, all the Jedi are dressed like people on Tatooine. Yeah, they're dressed like these desert people. And I was like... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That seems mm-hmm. ridiculous. I, I hope that... Well, I mean, we, we saw that leaked picture of Luke. Um, so yeah. there's that. But I, I guess I would hope that, like, say by episode 8 rolls around, it's like, okay, Finn and Rey are both in, like, Jedi training, because they both have the Force. Mm-hmm. Like... Can they not just be wearing robes? That would be great. 
Yeah. Can, can they have a different outfit? Like if if you put Finn in like kind of Luke's like Empire or not not Empire, uh, his uh, Return of the Jedi jumpsuit, like mm-hmm. just kind of black, like that would be a really cool look. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't. It's like can can we just not do like they just wear the robes for once, please? Well, and and you know, Finn has something similar to that look already. If you take off that jacket, yeah, I mean it's basically just like a like a he dressed black, like shaft. Like, coverall yeah. yeah um but like if if ray was dressed like luke in empire for instance rather than just like wandering around in robes like that would that would be a cool look for her right and i want i mean i want the characters to change not just for for merchandising and poison <laughs> so yeah to change outfits and stuff uh but also when are we going to find out more about that stormtrooper who flies upside down through the air oh that guy yeah <laughs> he's having a rough day <laughs> On in the my lover. <laughs> in the behind the scenes footage, there's like that slow mo shot of some stormtroopers getting blown up on like a kind of like leafy green planet of some sort. Oh, excellent! There's there's gonna be a lot of stormtroopers just upside down flying through the air. I think in those movies, upside down stormtrooper. That's uh, mm-hmm. that needs to be a cocktail. Well, that's the title of the episode for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then the last two shots that Instagram one were. Kylo Ren busting his saber out and then cut to Finn igniting his with the, just a really great classic hero pose that holding up the lightsaber with both hands. Um, something just the look of the lightsaber. It looks perfect. Like, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I, I saw some people complain online. They're like, you know, like, you know, the, the lightsabers, especially in Revenge of the Sith, didn't look right. And I went back and looked and I think they are kind of right. They don't look quite the same. They seem a little too. Like thick, I guess. Um, hmm. I don't know. They, they seem the effect seems like a little cheap. Like if if you go look at it now, I don't know. Like the same as the, at the end of A New Hope. No, more like just like like not very detailed, I guess. Like the lightsaber just it, it's just like you know white with a blue glow, glow around it. Like it it doesn't look like they put a lot of effort into it. This it, there was no flickering the way the lightsabers would flicker in uh, the original movies. Okay. Well, to the extent of how Kylo Ren's looks. Well, oh, Kylo Ren's is going nuts. It's like just I mean, spitting sparks all over the place. Oh, we well, should talk about that photo. Well, it looks like Kylo Ren's is like, you know, like not up to code. Like it might explode <laughs> in his hand any moment now. Well, in that, in that photo, there's a photo in the Empire magazine where it's like it's on some, some sort of green planet there. And he's like crouching and he's got a saber out and it appears to just be throwing off sparks everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks awesome. Like if that thing throws off sparks like that and, the, and then he's fighting with that and like in the dark, in the snow, that's going to look amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I almost wouldn't be shocked if in this shot we see where Finn ignites his lightsaber. I could see the narrative where he's just like summoning up the courage to throw down here. But I also mm-hmm. wonder from his expression if he's just lost something, like if he's upset. You know, like this is like a personal like bout that they're about to have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So let's see. Is there anything else to talk about? I know that aftermath book is out. So okay. So I, I kind of want to rant about the state of the Star Wars canon a little bit, if you'll indulge me. Do it. I really feel like they missed the opportunity to. Like when they're, they're when they're gonna say like all right, EU's out the window, they should have thrown. I'm not saying they should have thrown 
Clone Wars out completely. But I feel like the films are always going to be the primary canon. Mm-hmm. And the Clone Wars cartoon, I just can't take on the same level. And I don't think that the filmmakers are going to either. And so even though technically the Clone Wars is supposed to, like, there's this idea that the new canon is the original six films, the Clone Wars cartoon, the Rebels cartoon, all these new comics and video games and children's books and, you know, adult novels that they're releasing are all the new canon. Well, it's not an idea. That is the new canon. Well, that's what I'm saying. But the reality is that when J.J. Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan and Ryan Johnson are writing the scripts for episode seven and eight and potentially nine, they are not going to be paying attention to any of that other shit. Well, they're so, not going to want to be hampered by it. No. They're limited by it, yeah. And I think you can see now, because like all this new stuff has come out, and people are like trying to devour it to be like, ooh, is this going to give us hints to The Force Awakens? It's not going to. Spoiler alert. Like, I'm pretty sure that like the dude who wrote Aftermath probably only it was given a very vague outline of like what was going on in the force awakens. Mm-hmm. Um, and he obviously had been writing the book for a, you know, probably a year ago, I would guess, you know, writing a star Wars novel would be a hell of a great reason to, uh, d- job mm-hmm. take just to get some details about force awakens. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, no, Fuck. But that's my feeling is that like, even though technically it's like, there's the new canon, it's all canon. Now when we have this story group, the story group is all these like clone wars holdovers, like Leland G and Dave Filoni. Mm-hmm. Those dudes, they just like, they're not telling Lawrence Kasdan like, Oh, you need to do this mm-hmm. or like, Oh, you got to fix this continuity. And so even though technically it's all canon now, I, it's easy to imagine that when episode eight rolls around, Ryan Johnson's like, yeah, we're doing it this way. And so you're just going to have to retcon whatever this like interferes with in some old Clone Wars cartoon. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think they should have just said the movies are canon. The Clone Wars, like in all, you know, throw the EU out. The movies are canon. Clone Wars and all the new stuff we're doing is like supplementary canon. Like it, it, it happened unless we need to say it didn't happen, basically. Mm-hmm. That that way they have wiggle room because but that's, isn't that isn't that kind of the EU canon before? Yeah, well, and that's that's what's going to happen to the current canon. They can make all the claims about they want about having a story group that's going to coordinate everything, but it, it's not going to hold up over time. Mm-hmm. They're going to have so much shit happening, even between like a New Hope and Empire. Like they're doing comic books and young adult books and all you know, regular novels all taking place during that time period. Like, like that's Hansel's obviously life. it's obviously all not all going to match up, right? And you know when they do episodes eight and nine, they're not going to be looking back to the Rebels and Clone Wars cartoons and this aftermath novel. Like they're not going to be considering that. So why not? Why not just be open about what the real canon is? Yeah, I mean the idea of these things is they're supposed to just kind of enrich the established canon, enrich it, you know, money right out of your mm-hmm. pocket too. But like. You don't want to be limited, and shit just gets ignored softly whenever it yeah. needs to be. Like I know there's some there's some mention of the acolytes of the beyond in this aftermath book, and people are like, "Oh shit, how does this relate to the Force Awakens?" It doesn't. Like it's not going to, uh, because it seems clear that like they didn't have any real details for any of the stuff that's coming out now about what happens in the force awakens. Mm-hmm. And so 
it's like you shouldn't expect there to be any real link between the the stuff they're putting out now and like it's it's only after the force awakens comes out that suddenly everyone will be like oh, okay now we know how to backfill in whatever you know whatever like the the knights of ren are now they can write about it because now they know about it mm-hmm. like you're not going to get a book coming out before episode seven that explains knights of ren no probably not unless unless they need to i would think but they're not going to because there's no way any of these filmmakers are going to be like okay like don't worry this is explained in a novel that you'll just have to have read beforehand. Well, if it's explained in a novel, then you know it's not a big deal in the movie. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, to me, why they 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 should just be like, look, the movies are canon. Everything else is canon until we need to say otherwise. Right. Which, well, I think I think the tricky thing too is to do like they did, um, you know, for the last what like ten years of the EU novels. Where they had this this large intricate uh, mm-hmm. shared universe of books, like the whole were the Yuzan Vong, is that what they're called? Oh, like the New Jedi Order series. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's like I feel like each individual book should relate to the movies. It's harder, I think, when you are linking the books. Especially, oh, I feel like they can't really do anything until these new movies come out. And then they can be like, all right, well, we know the new state of the universe, so now we're free to go write, like, this is what was happening five years after Jedi. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, especially, like, when, you know, in one of those books, Wedge is dating a bird, and then he's mm-hmm. not dating a bird, and then maybe the bird is back. And, yeah. yeah. So it's just funny to... can't even agree what they're doing. All these kind of, like, spoiler hounds are combing over all the, the new stuff that's coming out, looking for, like, some hints for Episode Seven. It's like, you're not going to get any. They're not right. there. Right. But I don't think that the uh, uh, Lucasfilm really wants you to, to worry about that. They really would, wouldn't mind the feeding frenzy going out mm-hmm. and buying the show. Oh, yeah. The hope of, you know, satiating their, their quench. And, and just waiting for the inevitable moment when something in one of the movies doesn't line up with something from the some stupid episode of Clone Wars. And the bizarre fans of the Clone Wars TV show will get all butthurt about it. Yeah. Anyway, that's my rant on the canon so, situation. Like, uh, if I want to say, like, each episode of the Clone Wars, it started with some kind of, like, maxim or whatever. You know, like, don't piss in the wind. <laughs> Just waiting for, like, something in The Force Awakens to, like, disagree with some, like, philosophical point from a Clone Wars cartoon. Like, it'll be this that is, minor. This is what I want to know from the Clone Wars fans. When does it get good? Supposedly, I, I hear... It's so good and so it's so much better, but like when when does that happen? Because so far, I've, everything I watch of that, and I've, I've even tried skipping around different seasons, it's like this is all really mediocre. It's I, there's been episodes that I've enjoyed. I mean, I've seen maybe twenty ish episodes. There's been episodes I've enjoyed, but I can't love the show because I'm also not the target audience well yeah like, i mean that's like the much, other thing. It is, much it's, more so than the movies obviously the movies are for kids mm-hmm. but they're also you know they can be enjoyed by adults that show is for kids yeah it, it has very simplistic narratives and we all know that the things that kids want to see in a cartoon are yoda and meetings and trade disputes and intrigue about trade disputes well i know that like it's there's like various clone characters that are re- recurring in the Clone Wars TV show that like 
are seemingly <laughs> beloved by these Clone Wars fans. And I just, I, I don't get it. I'm like, that boring blank slate of a character and then that other boring blank slate of a character? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I just haven't watched the episodes where they su- suddenly get really interesting. I mean, I, I like, um, and if they're going to do a rebel show, I think they were smart to bring her back because that's where they're going to bring her back. You're not going to oh, see Ahsoka? like you're not going to see like old lady Ahsoka popping yeah. up in Force Awakens. You're just not. Mm-hmm. All right. Do we have anything else to talk about? Is there any way we haven't offended some of the uh, pre-existing Star Wars fans? That's okay. Nobody we listens to this podcast. <laughs> well. Good, I guess. <laughs> Hit me up, Benjamin underscore light at Benjamin underscore light on Twitter. Explain to me why I should watch Clone Wars because I've tried and it sucks. I, I hope they do. I'd like to mm-hmm. hear some of that. All right. Well, I'm going to predict the trailer comes out. Hmm. What would be a good date for it? So you're going into September? I'm saying by the end of September, yeah. Well, um, give me give me a date. Uh, September 30th. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying you can't say by the end of September because that's like a month range, you know. Um, so you're saying like last week in September? Sure, last week of September. You know, okay. sometime sometime between then and after the Apple event. But yeah, last week of September. After the Apple event, huh? Yeah. Why do you mention the Apple event? Isn't that a big deal coming at the start of September? I guess. I mean, it's not really. It's interesting you say that, I guess, because I was wondering, like, could they potentially release Synergy? it there well they just did this instagram thing that the reason they released that trailer was because instagram just has support for uh like portrait and landscape rather than square photos hmm. like that that's what that was for is to show that you could do like you know uh wide like landscape video now oh so synergy basically yeah so i, I wonder like see goodbye an iphone 6s and like boom new star wars trailers preloaded on your phone or like, you know, they're having this event, I think it's on the 9th of September. Um, well, here's the thing is that JJ said fall. The fall technically doesn't start till like the 23rd or something of September. Okay. So September 9th is not fall. Okay. I mean, that's, you're still really sticking on a the point there, but okay. Well, that, that's, that's been this argument. People like really expected this trailer to come out at D23 or on Force Friday. And that doesn't appear to be happening. And it's like, well, he said fall. And so those dates are not fall. So why would you expect it to come out then? Right. Well, and then they, they did come out like the two weeks before D23. And, and remind you yet again, mm-hmm. there will be no trailer, no new footage, not even behind the scenes footage. I mean, yeah. So if, if they really mean fall, then you're looking at late September, October, probably. Okay. I'll go ahead and predict for during the Apple event. That would be neat. If they're like by the during the Apple event. Well, yeah, that wouldn't that would be when you do it. Okay. It's some sort of new like Apple TV tie-in or whatever. They bring JJ out or something. They're gonna be like, we're gonna show so, you the new trailer now. So Tim Cook will will pick up the iPhone 6s and he'll be like, but there's one more thing. And mm-hmm. he uses the phone like a remote to queue up like the hologram of JJ Abrams. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, other than that, like, then it would, if they didn't do something like that, then it would probably just be like, it's coming out on the internet. Like, there's no other, there's no celebration type event that they could showcase it at, like they did for the the second teaser. 
So you you taking last week of September, right? I guess I'll take September 9th. I don't actually think that's going to happen, but it would be cool. Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to check back um, when something happens. I mean, Force Friday's coming out. I don't think we really need to podcast about that. Um, It's just going to be us ranting about the weird shape of sabers. <laughs> yes, indeed. I was going to make that joke, and I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, may the Force be with you. Always.